0: your Bibles, I invite you to turn to the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 13. Ephesians 6, 10 through 13. Staying strong in the Lord. <clears throat> it's important. And like I say, a lot, a lot of times the older we get, uh, we tend to want to slack off. But we can't do it. I put it this way, I've come too far to turn back now and uh, we must continue on. We must encourage our young'uns to continue on because they are the church of tomorrow. In this passage of Scripture, Paul, just prior to that, he said, Children, need to obey your parents. And on top of that, he said, This is right. You want to do what's right, young'uns? Obey your parents. Honor your mother and your father. It says, Masters, be good to those servants. Servants, obey your masters. And then Paul says, finally, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and then the power of his might, put on the whole armor of God, <coughs> excuse me, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world. "...against spiritual wickedness in high places, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand." It also says, "...stand therefore, having your loins..." Um, I won't read that part, I'm sorry, I'm going cover that in a minute. "...Father, I pray that you'd help us now to see what you want us to, to see, and to stand where you ask us to stand." Lord, so many times you place us in places and we won't stand still. We won't stand still and listen to what you have to say. We seem to want to move forward on our own, Lord, and we know that's against your will. And so I pray that you'd help us today to be able to stand where you ask us to stand and stand on your promises, standing on your word, standing on your blood that was shed for us, God. I thank you for Jesus Christ who gave his all for us. When we talk about standing on the blood, Lord, I thank you that you shed your blood. You didn't spill it. You shed your blood for all of us sinners. And God, we thank you so much for salvation. And Lord, I want us to stand strong and stand together and we'll praise your holy name for we ask it in Jesus' name, amen. Living with confidence in a chaotic world is not the easiest thing to do. We think a lot of times, what on earth is happening now? Or what on earth is coming next? There's one thing about he- uh, what on earth, uh, there's not much left to come on earth. But it's what is to come of heaven. Because Jesus said he'd gone to prepare us a place. He said, and God said, I'm going to make a brand new earth. I'm going to make a brand new heaven. Because this old one, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what's going on. I'm getting ready for apostle I reckon. <clears throat> but he's gone to prepare us a place. And, and without that place, y'all, we're hopeless. Okay? Without Jesus, we're hopeless. Now, the, the world, when you look at... For God so loved the world. Not this ball of clay that we find ourselves on, but it's the people in the world that he said, For God so loved. That's you, that's me. And it's up to us. In this chaotic world that we live in, we must stand strong uh, in the Lord. And it's not easy. So what on earth are we doing here? You know, all of us have a purpose And all of us, God has a will for our life. And listen to me, from young'uns to us old folk, the quicker you find out God's will for your life and start doing it, the more blessed you're going to be. And on top of all of that, you may find out His will for today, but tomorrow it'll be a different will. We go to the same places, a lot of us, the same places every day. We do the same thing every day. We work with the same people every day. Do we know who we're working beside? You realize, no, one day those people will not be. They will be done gone on to the next world for whichever uh, they have prepared themselves to go to. Well, when we think about all of this, he says in verse 14, stand therefore. In other words, if you know where to stand, stand and be there, be planted by the rivers of water. And uh, when we think about that, he says, Having your loins uh, gird about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. He talks about the armor. And when I think of armor, I think of getting dressed every day to meet the world. Not these physical clothes, but the spiritual things that we need to be armed with and dressed with. And so what he's saying there, the breastplate of righteousness, that breastplate. Now when a, when a soldier went out to battle, they had a breastplate on. This was to protect the, the uh, vital organs And I recently had the opportunity to share, Uh, I said, what's that uh, thing on your cap there that had the state flag? They said, oh, that's a crescent moon. I said, no, it's not. It's not a crescent moon. Oh, yes, it is. I said, no, it's not. I said, look up something for me. And it can be pronounced two different ways, gorget or gorget. And that's what that is. What is a gorget? It was a piece of metal that was made back in the early wars for the soldier to wear at his neck, to protect his throat, his neck. And so it was a gorget that was part of the armor that the soldier wore. And so he continues on. He said, what about your feet? Let your feet be shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Listen, a soldier can't march if the feet's broke. A soldier can't march if their feet is hurting, and so they have to sit down. And what good is that? Thank you, son. What good is that? Well, you know, our feet are important. And it says to be shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. It's peace, y'all, that passeth all understanding to know that my feet are being protected. Above all, listen to this, he says, taking the shield of faith. But without faith, it's impossible to please God. And then those soldiers in those early days had a shield to fight off the war the fiery darts that Satan would throw at us. In Psalm eleven, it, it says they wanted David to flee as a bird and run and hide and he said I'm not going to do it I'm going to stand right here and when the devil starts firing I'm going to put up my shield of faith the gospel, the armor of God to ward off these fiery darts now you mark it down the devil's not happy y'all he's not happy with, with First Baptist Church I mean God's blessing us in so many ways and the devil's not happy and I'll tell you exactly what. He will get into some of us. I didn't say y'all. I said some of us. And he will tear up a section of this church. Okay, football season's just right around the corner. I probably don't have to remind some of you of that. But I want to tell you something. I say it many times and I still say it. One person on a football team, offsides, out of bounds, roughing the kicker and all and on it goes, can penalize the entire team. Do you realize that one person in the body of Christ in this church, out of line, off bounds, riffing the kicker, whatever, can penalize the entire church? I think sometimes people say, well, they're not going to miss me if I don't come on Sunday night. It's not whether we miss you or not, it's what you're going to miss. It's what you're going to miss. You know, God's blessed us to to be here and to have you as a church family. And uh, when you voted me in, you understood that I get 10 weeks off. Now, here we are in uh, mid-July. You know how many weeks I've had off? Hello? That's because you were not here. (laughs) It wasn't me that was off. It was you. (laughs) Hey, well... I get ten of them, but I haven't taken any of them, amount to nothing, and I won't get them all in. You know why? Because I hate to miss. Now, there are others that can fill this pulpit and do a much better job than what I do, okay? Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, I miss you. You're my family. You're my family. And he, and he says here in verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation. Well, why do soldiers wear helmets? Hey, to protect their heads. Why do these big construction outfits require helmets to protect the head? Listen, you uh, hey, I mean why do wise, are you listening? Why do wise motorcyclists wear helmets? (laughs) They think a lot of their head. An old boy told me, the doctor said, listen, son, I can fix legs, I can fix arms, but I can't do nothing to a head. You understand? Once that head hits the highway, hey, it don't bounce. So a helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I don't want to go anywhere without the word of God. There's a copy in old blue. There's a copy in the truck. I try to keep one with me. If I don't have it physically, I've got it mentally enough that I could share with someone if they're suffering, if they're struggling, if they have a tough decision to make, if they're lost and need to be saved. Okay, the Word of God is important. You can't afford to be without a copy of God's Word. They make all sizes. I'm going to preach on the Word of God one day, and I'm going to bring as many different sizes of Bibles that I've got because it's it's all the Word of God. And so we need to make sure we've got that Word uh, in our hearts and in our minds. So this morning, I want to just talk to you just a few minutes about staying strong in the Lord. Now listen to me. They're all the stay, okay? Because he said stay. He said stand on the word of God. Don't waver. Don't, don't think, well, I'm going to take this little bypass right here. Well, hey, the only reason I want to take a bypass is because there's a wreck up ahead and I don't have time to wait on the traffic. So I'll take a bypass, okay? Now, the devil wants us as Christians to take bypasses, bypass the word of God. You don't need that. Bypass church attendance. It's not really that important. Bypass prayer. You don't really have time to pray. Besides that, you don't know hardly anybody on the prayer list. So why don't you just bypass all that? Let me tell you something. Those bypasses will cost you. They will cost you dearly, folks. Listen, it is important first of all to stay calm. Well, you know, Len tells me, "Say, I think you're mad when you raise your voice." I says, "Listen to me. You ain't seen me mad." You've seen me upset. I said, but you ain't seen me mad. I don't want to get mad. Because when I get mad, things come unglued, even if it's put together with gorilla glue. I don't want to get mad, but I do get ill. Now, I don't want you to raise your hand, but you ask yourself a question. Do I get ill? Yes or no? You had to answer that. Stay calm. In John's Gospel, chapter 14, verse 1, it says, Let not your heart be what? Troubled. We live in a troubled world, y'all. No matter which way you turn, there's trouble. But we don't have to be troubled. We have a Lord Jesus Christ. If we're saved, hey, we have the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. Yes, there's trouble, but it don't have to trouble our soul. Okay, but it ought to trouble our prayer life <clears throat> to the point that we pray. and We pray hard for those that need prayer. And we pray for ourselves that we can stay calm you know, in this chaotic world. Uh, that, that scripture says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, Jesus said. Stay calm, listen, stay calm by believing in the person. The person is Jesus. Stay calm by believing in him, by believing in a place. A place is heaven. It's the Father's house. He said, in my Father's house, okay? Believing in the promise. Jesus said, here's the promise, y'all. I go to prepare a place for you. Then there's believing in the plan. At the end of that little portion, he said, I will be back. I will come again. I will be back to get my bride that's the church that's going to be an awesome sight when we see Christians bodies coming out of the grave and we might get a glimpse of it it's all going to happen the Bible says in a twinkling of an eye that the dead in Christ are going to rise first and we as Christians are going to join them Okay, so you know hey if you got your hands up like this you're in the flying position all right you, you're ready to dig off, and hey, I, I, as I told you before, I'm not looking for any signs. I'm looking and listening for the shout that Jesus is going to shout, that voice of shouting. So, as we think about this, Philippians four six says, "Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let your request be known unto God." And if you do, he says, "The peace of God that passeth all understanding will be your will come." And and give your heart peace. Well, secondly, not only should we stay calm in a chaotic world as a Christian, but secondly, we need to stay compassionate. You know what that means? Love people. That's what my my job is, okay? It's about people. And I feel sorry. Listen to me. I feel sorry for pastors who are not a people person. You know, I've seen, I've heard, I hadn't literally seen it, but I, well, I have seen it too. Um, the service is getting ready, the countdown is going, and all of a sudden, he walks in from the back somewhere. That's the first time people have seen him. He walks up, greets everybody. Welcome, y'all, I'm glad you're here. Sits down, come time to preach. He finishes preaching, out the door we go. Hey, I'm a people person, okay? I don't get to all of you on a Sunday morning between Sunday school and the time worship starts, but it's not because I'm trying to hi-hat you. You understand? I'm trying to get to those that I have not met who are guests in the house or, or other guests that might be coming. I want to greet them. I want to welcome them. I must set the pace, okay? I'm not gonna get a second chance to make a good first impression. And neither of you are you, church. So we've got to love people. You say, what if they don't love you? Hey, Jesus died for us when we didn't even love him. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for the who? Ungodly. You know any ungodly people? That's who Jesus died for. Ungodly, lost sinners. Listen, we know people who've lost their job. He's talking about stay compassionate. You know people who've lost their job. You know, I'm talking about good, salt of the earth, hard-working people that lose their job. Need to have compassion on them, love them. You know some people who've lost their houses. Foreclosures. Hey, laid off my work. Don't have no money. Can't make the payment. So I lose, my, I lose my house. Could lose it to fire. Some of you have lost your house to fire. Could lose it to thieves coming in taking everything. Have compassion on them. Some, have, some of you have lost your mate. Well, when somebody else loses a mate, go to them say, hey, I know exactly how you feel. Have compassion on them. Some of you have lost children. Go to those who lose a child. Be there and say, hey, I know how it feels and I'm going to tell you how I'm working this out. Have compassion on people. Listen, sometimes people, uh, they can't even spell compassion, let alone have compassion. You know, have compassion. Love somebody. You know, I'd hate to be a hermit. And some of you, sometimes you, you look like you're just hermit. You're all alone, all by yourself. You just stand there and wait. Move around. Do something. Speak to somebody. Let them know you love them. Let them know you care. We need to have compassion and expect nothing in return. I've heard this so many times. I'm tired of hearing it. Well, they didn't speak to me. Well, did you speak to them? My goodness. Well, I'm just not going to go out of my way. I don't really like them no how. Hey, speak to people. I got enemies. You know what? I pray for them enemies. Thank you, prayers are being answered, preacher. Well, I speak to them. Some of them don't like me speak to them. They oh, hey, go, hey, I'm guilty too. I love you, but I don't like what you're done Sometimes we cross over on the other side of the street and we see them coming. <laughs> Turn the aisle down a grocery, on own that end. You go back around this way. I forget where I was. It was a department store of some kind. And I saw these people going down the aisle over here, so I went down this aisle over here. I peeping through where I could get pretty close to them. I knew their name. So I called their name. We'll call them John today. Telephone for John. John, would you please come to the office. Telephone for John. He's looking. I see he punched his wife and said, Reckon who that is. Reckon what they want. (laughs) And I go down there and round the corner and come up through the... That was you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I said I've been on the other side watching you. Just pull something, whatever it takes to get back in there, okay? But it's tough. I know it's tough because I, I got. I'm thinking of a person right now. Hey, she don't like to be hugged because she don't like me. <laughs> I'll do it anyhow. <laughs> I'm gonna hug them anyhow. How you doing, Colin? You are so good to see you. You're so good looking. Just kill them with kindness. You know a rat loves cheese. And they'll gnaw on that cheese. <laughs> they won't forget that hug. wish he wouldn't do that. Oh, here he comes again. Look out! He's going to hug you. <laughs> we need to stay compassionate. We need to stay calm. But thirdly, listen, we need to stay challenged. Challenged. A challenge is good for the church. A challenge is good for us as individuals. Job said, I know that my Redeemer liveth. I mean, he didn't say, I hope he's alive. I think he is. He said, I know that my Redeemer liveth. You know, it's important to know, hey, God's alive, y'all. God's on his throne, y'all. Jesus is on the right-hand side, y'all. Jesus is going to come back and get us as born-again children of God. Hey, I don't want nothing standing in my way that day. Now, people stand in line. They stand in line waiting to get in these concerts. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> they probably wouldn't stand in line 30 seconds to get into church. Unless somebody's dead and they're receiving friends, they'll hang out the doors and windows to get the file by. Well, we need to stay challenged. It, it, you see, it's tough to stay on top. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Not second, third, but first. And the devil will do all he can to hinder us from being uh, putting Jesus first. You put all kinds of things in our way. That's why it's so important to have the, uh, the, God, the armor, uh, 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 the, uh, body armor and spiritual armor on us. It's like getting dressed every morning. We put on our physical clothes and we pick out what we want to wear. But right here, listen, we ain't got a choice as a Christian. We need to be clothed with that armor from head to, all the way to toe. Stay challenged. Let me give you a a third thing. We need to stay connected. Stay connected. You know, I don't know about you. I don't know how how you feel about this, and and you can feel any way you want to about it, but I know before I became a pastor, you know, I very rarely ever missed church unless we were on vacation and then we found a place to go to worship. But in those days... If you heard the preacher preach, he wrote down some notes and stuff. But today, hey, you can pull me up online. You can get a copy of the service. But I think sometimes, how many people? You know, I've I've done several sermons here and done a series of sermons. You know, you may come and get the first and then something happened. You may not come back till about the third one. Well, you wonder one well, more, but you can pull me up online. And listen to it going down the road. All these smartphones and all this technology that is, you know, hey, I don't want to miss, okay? And when I'm out and when I'm gone from here, hey, soon as soon as I look at the watch and think, hey, service is over. Call somebody right quick. Let's see what happened today. You know, I'm interested. I want to know what's going on. I want to stay connected. Hebrews, uh, I, I, I'm going to turn to that and listen to me. Hebrews 10.25, uh, uh, um, I thought I had it marked, but Don Bell, he didn't do it. Hebrews 10.25, it says, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. But here's what we need to be doing. Exhorting one another lifting one another up in prayer and adoration and bragging on them. Hey, you're doing a wonderful job. Thank you so much for what you do. And so much the more. You need to be doing it more and more as you see the day approaching, the day of the Lord. It's right around the corner. It's not that far off. It's not that far away. We need to stay connected Today, it seems that there's a falling away, okay? You know, God's blessing us uh, with with our attendance. Hey, we're in the summer, mid-July. This is a good number for summertime for, for vacationers. Hey, I want you to take a vacation. Lord willing, somewhere out there, I'm gonna try to get one somewhere. But we need to stay uh, connected with our church. And you know... I wouldn't dare call the name um, but there was a person this week said I won't be there Sunday he said would you put my offering in that's faithfulness that's staying connected to all that God's doing here at First Baptist well last of all listen to me stay centered on Jesus you want to know how to do it listen to this seek his will Seek his will. First thing is to be saved. And it's not God's will that any perish and go to a devil's hell. So seek his will. Secondly there, you you want to stay centered on Jesus. Search God's word. The answers are there. Read the book. A lot of times people only depend on the Sunday school teacher if they come to Sunday school and or the preacher or the music director to share the word with them. Listen, you can read the word for yourself. You say, well, I can't read. There are gazette, well, not gazette, that's old antigen. There are all kind, of, all kind of, of devices where you can listen to the word of God. You, you're laughing, and I'm glad you are. I got three cassette tape players. And every time I see one, I buy it. Because I got a world of cassette tapes. And uh, I know there's probably a way to switch it over if somebody wants to do it. I don't probably have a 500. But, you know, I'm, 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 I like my cassette tape player. Search God's Word. Last of all, right there, if you want to stay centered, support God's work. There's nothing more rewarding than sending our treasure to heaven. You say, well, that's impossible. No, it isn't. You give through the local church. You give through the local church. And it's distributed out. Even our missionaries feel the effects of the giving of the local church. And I'm going to tell you something about the local church. It's becoming a thing of the past. The local church. One who teaches and preaches and sings the gospel and goes out and visits and, and witnesses to wherever they are and comes together for prayer and giving and supplication and lifting up the name of Jesus. They are very far and few between. Listen, I, you can come. I want you to come, but I don't want you to come to be entertained. I want you to come to worship God Almighty because he's worthy of our worship. We need to get on track, stay on track, and let's see if we can stay committed. Committed to the Lord, even when it's not convenient. The day is evil. Satan is evil. But as Christian believers, we have the Lord Jesus Christ. Greater is he, that's the Lord. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And he in the world is Satan and all that he would throw at us. And that's why it's important. Put on the whole armor of God. Be clothed in righteousness through the Holy Spirit of God. He's promised to never leave us nor forsake us. And you know you're in your heart today where you stand with the Lord. And if it's not where you want to be, whose fault is it? It's not God's. He's done, done all he can do. He's waiting on you. He's waiting on me. I challenge you today. If you're lost, you need to be saved. That's just the bottom line. Without salvation, there's a devil's hell that's waiting. In the last month, there have been several funerals of people that I knew. And some of those I witnessed, too, they were lost. When I left their house, they were still lost. Whether they got saved or not, only God knows. I challenge you, don't let the opportunity pass. Share with somebody. Stay, stand where God wants you to. So when it's all said and done, we'll be found where God put us. Father, thank you for the day. Thank you for your holy word. Lord, I pray right now for all of our people. Lord, that we be obedient to your holy word. Because I know without you I'm nothing, but I know with you I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. And I pray in this chaotic world, Lord, that you'd help me as a pastor of this church to stand for your word, stand on your word, Share your word. Love people. Be committed, Lord. I thank you for the calling. I pray now that you give our people courage if they need to come to this altar. That you give them courage today. In Jesus' name, amen.